0: Thank you for listening to this audio recording from the pastoral team at Church of the Redeemer, an Anglican church in Greensboro, North Carolina. If you'd like to know more about Church of the Redeemer, its ministry, or its mission, then visit us online at RedeemerGSO.org. From the beginning, or from the very beginning, the Lord's Prayer has occupied a place of honor in the life and the liturgy of Christian churches. As a community here, we pray the Lord's Prayer daily in our morning prayer services and in every Sunday morning service during our Holy Eucharistic prayers or Holy Communion prayers. The Lord's Prayer has been central to the formation of Christian faith in every generation and has been interpreted to the faithful and to their children's children by many preachers, catechists and theologians. Stretching way back to the apostles and the very gospel writers themselves as well as to the first evangelization of the early churches, both Jewish and Gentile, the Lord's Prayer stands in a grand tradition of teaching and interpretation. In the early church, the Lord's Prayer was actually regarded as part of the very mystery of baptism into Christ. In fact, There are rites of initiation from the early church where the handing over of the Lord's prayer to new converts was part of the specific Christian identification of prayer for the newly baptized, and post-baptismal instruction often included drawing implications for the whole spiritual life from the privilege of being able to pray the Lord's prayer with new understanding. In so many ways throughout the history of our Christian faith, the Lord's Prayer has been regarded as prayer at its highest. This tradition first occurring in the Gospels of Luke and then Matthew has taken the Lord's Prayer as a model and touchstone to the nature of all Christian prayer. In other words, prayer is the heart of the matter of the Christian faith. There can be no human knowledge of God and no theological of our humanity apart from the sustained act of prayer. Evagoras Ponticus, let's say that together on the count of three. One, two, three. Evagoras Ponticus, one of the most influential theologians in the early church once said, if you are a theologian, you will pray. And if you pray truly, you are a theologian. Evagoras does not mean the modern academic theologian, mind you. He means someone who is practiced in true theology, which is more than simply memorizing or conceptualizing doctrines about God. True theology, it entails far more than the learning about God and religious doctrine that is acquired through academic study and rigor it signifies a life of worship that begins in and is sustained by and ends in prayer Evagoras writes if you wish to pray you have need of god who gives prayer to him or her who prays invoke god then saying hallowed be Thy name, Thy kingdom come. That is the Holy Spirit and Thy only begotten Son. For so our Lord taught us, saying, "Worship the Father in spirit and in truth." John four twenty four. Prayer is the heart of the matter, and so we come today to the Lord's Prayer, both as Scripture, the Word of God, and as a model and rule. Of Christian prayer, of Christian life. not only is this Christ's own teaching and rule, but it involves understanding the way of life. Christ gives to those who use this prayer. Not only is this Christ's teaching and rule, but it involves understanding the way of life Christ gives to those who use this. When Jesus was asked by the apostles to teach them how to pray, he did not tell them to do as he did, which apparently was to retreat into a place of solitude and be still. Rather, he gave them these words, Our Father, which spell out in very simple terms the attitudes that we should bring to prayer. We say, Our Father. And so we should. But it is the desires behind these words that makes the process so significant. So many books have been written on the implications of what Jesus said. Take even the first words that we call God Father. And that we call Him our Father. Father of us all. If these two words are understood, then all divisions between you and I, between you and you, all divisions between peoples are seen as false. And so too is any idea of God as an unrelenting taskmaster. Meditating on these words, just even these two words our Father takes us deep into the mystery that Jesus understood and that Jesus longed to share with his followers, even us. So let's consider the other petitions. Jesus gives as the first thing to be prayed for, that his Father's name should be hallowed, that God should be revered, that what God is should matter to us. Hallow God's name. Hallow God's name and wars die away. Hallow God's name and malice and hatred and here have no place. More wars have been launched in the name of God than for any other reason. And the same is true of hatred between peoples, cultures, and religions. But this is not in the name of God. Of God our Father. It is in the name of a man-made God who hates and destroys never the God of Jesus Christ. Hallow God's name and love for others. Hallow God's name and love of others. Even those we make our enemies, that love becomes a reality when we hallow God's name. Hallow God's name and grace is received. Hallow God's name and grace can be forgiven, can be given. Hallow God's name and forgiveness is possible. Hallow God's name and hope overcomes cynicism. Hallow God's name and love drives out fear and guilt and shame. Hallow God's name and life, even in the midst of uncertainty, And suffering remains abundant. May we be a people who hallow God's name. Amen. When we go on to say, Thy kingdom come, it is the kingdom of our Father. A world ruled by love and understanding and the Prince of Peace. This is the good world for which we were made and for which we pray, Thy kingdom come. It is a good world, because here God's will is done. And if we have full understanding of what we mean when we go to God and say, our Father, thy kingdom come, we will know that this will is for our fullness of being. Jesus spoke of it as life, life to the full. Living like this in the Father's world does not come easily. And so we pray for our our daily bread. Nourishment, perhaps material, we all need to eat, right? But certainly spiritual. Our wills and our loves need sustaining in the very demanding task of loving one another. For some of us, love may be the bread that we need to pray for. For some of us, joy. May be the bread. That we need to pray for. For some of us. Peace. May be the bread. That we need to pray for. For some of us. Kindness. May be the bread. We need to pray for. For some of us. Generosity. May be the bread. That we need to pray for. For some of us. Gentleness may be the bread that we need to pray for. For some of us, self-control may be the bread we need to pray for. For some of us, maybe all of us, humility may be the bread that we need to pray for. When nourished in and through this bread, love and joy and peace, patience and kindness and generosity and faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and humility. When nourished in and through this bread, we become the bread that others might be praying for. Have you ever thought that you might be the bread that can nourish others? From all the nourishment God desires to give, we could be easily and foolishly held back held back by a sense of fear or shame or guilt and so we ask God forgive us our sins in confidence and in boldness so we ask to have our sins and our trespasses and our debts forgiven and we ask with confidence because forgiving is natural to God it's who God is it's what God does not something to be coaxed out of him with sacrifice and more praying. But there is a condition, though. Not one imposed by God, but one intrinsic to being human. Forgive us as we forgive those who trespass against us. The point is we cannot receive God's forgiveness if we are too stubborn to forgive others. Forgiveness, as it were, bounces off a hard heart. Making the effort to forgive another person actually opens up for us the possibility to receive forgiveness from God and for ourselves. And so we pray, God, forgive us our sins. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass and sin against us. And because we are vulnerable and limited and always prone to sin, to our own undoing and that of others, we humbly ask God to temper the wind to his shorn lambs, to lead us not into temptation, but to deliver us from evil. And should it come, we trust God that he will deliver us. After all, the holy name Jesus means Savior. It means deliverer. It means the one who rescues us. And from what are we rescued it is from the sin that so easily entangles us that we are aware and so we come to be children of our father by praying to be this is the way god intends us to be and to become children for we will never enter the heaven the kingdom of heaven unless we become children as Jesus invites us. This is the way of God. God desires that our desires be like those of little children begging their father for what we need. So let us pray. Let us take time To do what Christ teaches us to do. Will you join me? Our Father. God, we are grateful that you are our Father. That you are generous and loving. That you are attentive to your children's needs. That you care for us and act redemptively on our behalf. That like your Son, Jesus Christ, we too are able to approach you in confidence as our Father. Our Father, that you invite us and desire us to call you Father. And that we can do this without fear. That you are our Father, a personal and sacred and trusted authority who responds to our prayers with compassion and a goodness that is incomparably greater than that of our earthly parents. That beyond the limits of human reason or fairness and beyond our ability to meet your love with our own, you love us mercifully. That when we are tempted to squander your gifts to hoard them however lacking in love for you and our neighbor you love us relentlessly our father unfold your love in us and hallowed be your name our father Hallowed be thy name. Reveal who you are and let your name be kept holy in our lives. Father, make us holy. Sanctify us with the gift of your Holy Spirit. And in and through the power and presence of this gift, may the beauty of holiness and joy and love and wisdom and impossible newness be at work in our lives in a way that makes you feel at home. Reveal who you are and let your name be kept holy. For you are holy and your name is holy. May we be a people who sanctify your name in all the world. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Reveal who you are. May your kingdom come. Father set this world right. Grant us grace to contend fearlessly against evil and injustice, and to make no peace with oppression. Help us to see and use our freedom rightly in the establishment of justice in our communities and among the nations. May your kingdom come, Father. Set this world right. Father, make us instruments of your peace where there is hatred. Let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. And where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Father, grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console. To be understood as to understand. To be loved as to love. Father, Look with compassion on the whole human family. Take away the arrogance and hatred which infects our hearts. Break down the walls that separate us and unite us in bonds of love and work through our struggle and our confusion to accomplish your purposes on earth. Father, in your good time, let all nations, All peoples serve you in harmony around your heavenly throne. And give us each day our daily bread. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us each day our daily bread. Father, keep us alive. Sustain us and preserve us. Draw us closer to you day by day. Lord, nourish us in and through and with your love that we might love as you love. May love be the daily bread, Lord, that you nourish us with this day and forevermore. Grant to us joy and peace. Nourish us in and through and with patience and kindness and generosity and gentleness. Nourish our faith. Father, give us self control. Humble us and work in us humility. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins and our debts and our trespasses father keep us forgiven with you and with others Gracious Father, we pray for your holy Catholic Church, that you would fill it with all truth, in all truth, with all peace, at all times. Father, where it is corrupt, purify it. Where it is in error, direct it. Where in anything it is a amiss, reform it where it is right strengthen it where it is in want provide for it where it is divided reunite it for the sake of Jesus Christ your son our savior for we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins, our trespasses, and our debts that we may forgive those who have sinned against us, our debtors, those who have trespassed against us. For we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us. We forgive everyone who has wronged us, who has sinned against us. Father, lead us and our enemies from prejudice to truth. Deliver them and us from hatred, from cruelty. Deliver us from ourselves. Deliver us from revenge, from malice and anger and bitterness, from falsehood. And in your good time, enable us all to stand reconciled before you. For it is in giving that we receive, and it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. Father, keep us safe from ourselves. We pray that you would keep us safe and redeem us from our disordered loves, from our disordered disordered wills, from our flesh, from all desires, known and unknown. That you would redeem us, Lord, from all sin and evil, from Satan himself. For thine is the glory and the power and the majesty and the kingdom. Praying together, church. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses. Forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Mine is the kingdom and the power and the glory